Welcome, everybody, to episode two of Content Creators College, a podcast with Jim Parsons. I am so excited about this episode. I'm super, super happy to be talking about a subject that I'm so creatively uh, passionate about when it comes to content creation, when it comes to freelance writing, when it comes to podcast producing. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate you listening. I know that you have many ways that you can spend your time. Uh, listening to me might not have been on your calendar, but that you are, it means everything to me. So thank you very much for doing that. The idea behind this show, Content Creators College, is basically to give you an unofficial degree when it comes to everything related to content creation, freelance writing, podcasting, uh, social media marketing, online marketing, digital courses, whatever it is that you're into, whatever content you are producing, whether it's video or audio, and writing copy for yourself or other people, we want to send you to school, essentially. That's what this show is all about. We're going to give you tips and tricks and talk to people and interviews and stories and just experiences that we believe that you can take home and, and really elevate and turbo boost what you're doing. And that's kind of what we're here for. I want to talk on our first episode about something that I truly, truly am invested in, the idea of saying yes to everything. One of the things that I talk to many people about when they're creating their content and they're coming up with ideas and they're moving into new opportunities is how open you are to trying new things. And one of the guests that I have on the show today, Tom Gazzola, a radio host for TSN, a correspondent for NHL Network, somebody who's covered uh, the sports, weather, whatever. You can, can't even imagine. He's about to share his story, his journey, and how he got to where he's at right now. And you might be surprised how long it took him to find his path. And once he did, the many, many steps that he had to take to get to this spot that he's in right now. Tom Gazzola is a guy who is the perfect example of this idea. And to give you a little bit of background before we get into that interview, just so that you know, we're going to be talking a lot about what he currently does right now, which is hockey and some teams that he covers, including the Edmonton Oilers, some names that are out there. So if you're not a hockey fan, don't worry. This is still going to be interesting for you. But just so that you know, there are references in this interview to some player names and things like that. Don't worry about it too much. It's not really important to the overall crux of the idea here of saying yes to anything. But I just wanted to give you that heads up. Now, before I jump to this interview, there are a couple things that I want to talk about and really focus on why I believe saying yes to anything is so important. Now, when I say saying yes to anything, I don't mean absolutely everything because there are things that will put you in harm's way. There are things that will really be outside of the wheel of what you want to do and not in your niche area or not in the industry that you're trying to pursue. And so in those things, you sort of have to be a little bit selective and be willing to say no. But at the same time, the reason and the theory behind saying yes to everything is to open up small cracks, windows of opportunity, and make the big opportunity doors and walk right through them. And eventually on the other side of that door, there will be things that you can do, links and networking that you can uh, undergo that will help you, that will get you to where you want to be. So reason number one that saying yes to everything is so important is you become infinitely more interesting. Taking on new experiences and finding new things to do teaches you all sorts of stuff. You gather new experiences, you you learn things you didn't learn before, you get different perspectives, and as you share that information, you can provide more value to your readers, your listeners, your audience, or your customers. Reason number two is that it takes you out of your comfort zone, which is never a bad thing. Uh, the adrenaline rush and the feeling you get from trying something that you've never tried ever is interesting because it teaches you what you can do instead of keeping you in the shadow or the fear of what you can't do. 
Reason number three, you are going to fail. That's just the reality of things, and failing is not bad. Failing is the opportunity to learn from your mistakes, realize what not to do in the future. Failing, for me, has actually been where I've learned the biggest lessons in my life, knowing that if I don't do that again, I can get farther ahead and then I realize in failing what to do to succeed. Finally, if you say yes to everything, you actually start to learn strengths you did not know that you had, skills that you didn't realize you possessed, and the abilities that maybe you lacked the confidence in, you start to gain confidence that you can do things. And so as you say yes and you discover new talents and new skills, you grow in confidence and you pick up tools and techniques that you will use every day in your life. I always say your best ability is availability, and unless you say yes to everything, you will not be available to learn, to grow, to succeed. So without further ado, let's get to our interview with Tom Gazzola. This is episode two of Content Creators College, all about saying yes to everything. We hope you enjoy. Everybody, let's welcome another guest. I'm really looking forward to this interview on Content Creators College Podcast with Jim Parsons. With me today, Tom Gazzola, a host of the Don Wheaton GM and White pre and post game show for the Edmonton Oilers, also a host on TSN and an NHL Network correspondent, uh, co-host of the Oil Stream Podcast. He's basically got his hands in pretty much everything that's related to the NHL and specifically the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Tom, how are you doing today? I'm good. I, I'm sorry, Jim. The Don Wheaton GM on White is a mouthful, and uh, it took me a long time to get it right too. So that's okay. Uh, you did you did a way better than me when I got the when they threw in the GM part last season. It threw me off for about three weeks. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll work on it. Or the beauty of <laughs> podcasting is we'll just edit it out and we'll figure it out. <laughs> Whatever we'll, works. We'll pre-record. But I I appreciate you coming on today. Um, for those that don't know what this podcast is all about and why I've asked you to come on and be a guest here is because part of what we do when we're teaching about content creation is to sort of diversify what you do, to have your hands in multiple different pots, but also to uh, focus on a niche and a specialty and you know really get into one topic and, and be as good at it as you can in relation to that topic. And And you're one of the guys that we listen to on a regular basis. You're one of the guys that we uh, hear from on a regular basis when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers in the NHL. So my first question for you is, can you give me one piece of advice or tell me one thing that as you were getting into the roles that you're now in, you were given that has sort of really stuck with you that you use every day? Sure. It's simple. And it's say yes to everything. I mean, when you're working your way up and people are offering you, whether it be jobs that you don't necessarily want to do or assignments that you want or don't want um it still shows like your willingness to to be hungry and to want to do the job and to actually show that you are committed to the the process of it because there's a lot of people especially ones that I went to college with years and years ago or even ones that I've worked with recently and and in my history that um, they only saw themselves as uh, at a certain level or they, they couldn't be bothered to take certain assignments. And what that does is tells employers or, or managers and directors and VPs that uh, they're not willing to do the work and they're not willing to, to get dirty and, and maybe do things that they don't necessarily want to do. So 
say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. You might not like it, but it, the payoff will be there. And uh, at the time when, when you're asked to do it, you might not see it, but down the road, all of a sudden, uh, an opportunity that you do want comes your way. And, and the reason why is because someone who had you do something in the past that maybe you didn't want to, but thought you did a good job and were willing and showed a good attitude was like, hey, this person would be perfect for this particular role. I worked with them and they had a great attitude. They did an excellent job. So I want them to do this job. And uh, it's funny how cliche it can sound, but it comes full circle like that a lot. I love that answer. If, I, if I'm hearing you right, it's basically we, we teach people how to focus on their passions and turn their hobbies and their interests and things like that into uh, potential opportunities. But you're also saying that while you're doing that, uh, keep the opportunities, the doors open when it comes to other things so that you might not be doing what you love, but at the same time, you're working on getting to where you want to be within the, the passion that you're following. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, it, it might be like uh, considered like a side road or if you want to look at it like that. But uh, as long as the goal remains the same and, and you've got your heart and your mindset on it, uh, sometimes you got to take a little bit of a different path, but uh, ultimately it'll get you there and it might even get you there a little bit quicker sometimes. So that's a good transition because I do want to talk to you and get you to tell us a little bit about your path and your story to get where you are. Can you give us a brief uh, sort of how you got to your journey, how it went for you to get to where you are right now? Sure. Um, I mean, I didn't even think I would end up in, in TV and radio and broadcast at all. I was just a, another kid playing junior hockey and, and my parents were like, you're 21 years old. You need to either get a job or, or uh, go to college and start paying rent. And I said, you know what, I'll just go to college, try to figure something out. My dad worked uh, as a social worker for the province for like 40 years. I tried that. I lasted like a month at McEwen. And then my parents were like, you need to figure this out, man, because you're not getting any younger and you can't sell tires and sling tires at a Costco tire center for the rest of your life. And I just thought like, what do I like? I like getting paid to go to games. That would be the, the best thing in the world, football, hockey, baseball, whatever. How do I do that? Well, you could go into broadcasting. And uh, I wasn't anything into public speaking. I was deathly afraid of cameras. But I just forced myself. And uh, sure enough, got into Nate uh, Radio and Television here in Edmonton. Uh, I was not very good. And uh, just, you know, you take your lumps. You have your bad shows. You listen to the instructors who had been there and done that. And uh, one thing leads to another. And like they said to me like, all those years ago, say yes to opportunities. And I said yes to volunteering at uh, like the LPGA event here in Edmonton in 2007. I literally sat with a shotgun microphone on the 13th fairway by a sand bunker, getting sound of the golfers hitting the ball. And uh, Michelle, we almost killed me with one of her drives. Um, but I met a guy that worked for for Sportsnet that uh, ended up hiring me to be Gene Principe's studio runner for Sportsnet broadcasts the following hockey season while I was still uh, in college and um, got a ton of experience. You know, Gene's a mentor. He, I call him Uncle Gene for a reason. And uh, that helped me get uh, a job with the score. And, and that's because I was at the rink. I was doing post-game interviews because Gene couldn't do them. He was doing his own interviews. Um, so the score led to me finally getting a job in news at Newcap Television in Lloydminster. I had to anchor news and do agriculture, do weather, 
So again, like things I didn't necessarily want to do or didn't see myself uh, having a future in, but it was still valuable experience. And uh, that helped me get to CTB Edmonton, anchoring sports, which I wanted to do. And, you know, as I was making my way up in CTB Edmonton for a summer, if you blinked, you would have missed me. Uh, the Oilers came calling and uh, I was like, about what? And they said they had this digital position. It was kind of new. Uh, they wanted me to to host and report for Oilers TV. Wow. And they said, you'd be on the road. You wouldn't have to sit in a studio on the west side of the city until midnight with nobody watching on weekends. Uh, you could be on the plane with the team. You could be at the hotels. Your Your day-to-day is just covering the team. So I jumped at it. Uh, I did that for eight years. It was awesome. And then, uh, you know, things changed with the organization quite a bit. And, and, you know, I kind of hit my ceiling and it was time to move on and fortunately landed with TSN and TSN 1260 and have slowly been working my way up there. And it's been a fun ride. And so that's, that's basically a, a long short story made long. So no, that's, that's, okay. that's the progression about if, do you have an idea about how long that journey took you? Like how many years? Uh, so I, this will be my 15th season covering the Oilers. And I would consider that first year with Sportsnet as my first, because I started out as Gene's assistant, uh, basically. And by the end of the season, I was working for the score, uh, gathering interviews, doing one-on-ones. And I was still a college student and it was all about that opportunity and just saying yes to anything just to circle it back. And when I held the microphone the summer before, in the sweltering heat in mid-August, uh, that that one guy, the producer director I met from Sportsnet, was the one that hired me for uh, the Oilers season. And you know, one thing leads to another, to another, to another, and uh, here we are now, 15 years later, talking about Tom Gazzola at TSN, which I never would have even imagined when, even when I was starting out. Yeah, I mean that's pretty incredible when you consider. I mean. For everybody, their journey's a little different. Some are shorter, some are longer. I don't know if you'd want to even call it a grind, but it was one of those things where you just had to kind of try different things. And then for a lot of people, if they're in the hockey world, the Edmonton Oilers job would be a dream job. And they came to you. They came and pitched to you the idea of working for them, which if you think about that, it's pretty incredible, right? Like they're an organization that probably would be hard to get into. So they're coming to you, which is pretty awesome. And now you're at TSN. Uh, doing all sorts of different things, which is which is really, really cool. I want to ask you a little bit about the actual content that you create now because you have your radio shows, uh, you have your podcasts, you have different things that you're doing. The Edmonton Oilers are a team where there's pretty much never, uh, you're never shy on topics to talk about, right? A lot of the things, <laughs> right. the content that you're going to probably have just appear for you because there's passionate fan base at Edmonton as people can see if they're watching this on video. I too am an Edmonton Oilers fan. So I know in writing content about the team that, there's always something to talk about, but how much time do you spend actually coming up with uh, creative content, original ideas, uh, stuff like that to fill the massive amount of time that you need to cover when you're doing this? Yeah, you're right, Jim. I mean, the, a lot of times the storylines are, are already there for you and you just got to take uh, your angle at it. But I mean, uh, so for like pre and post game, that's a, a pretty straightforward thing. It's like, hey, do you have an hour today for pre and post? What time does the game start? Do you have to cut into Jason Greger's show? Is he and Struddy going to be around? So that always kind of shifts things and it changes the dynamic. So the preparation for that, really, I just go to the rink, get the lines, see what's going on, talk to the players and the coaches. And that kind of gives you your guideline because it's pretty, pretty 
meat and potatoes, really. Like you just update everybody on what's going on for the game. If you have a little bit of insight or a player gave you a little anecdote that you could share, that's how you pass it along. But Dusty Nielsen and I do the oil stream and that's where we get a little bit more creative. It becomes fun. We can jump on a topic that fans are talking about or being tweeted about and trending. And we do that. Uh, right now we're in the middle of our list of importance and it's the 25 most important players in the organization. And, and it's completely subjective. I mean, I still have uh, a few guys grilling me for putting Kyler Yamamoto behind Josh Archibald last season before we knew Archibald wouldn't be coming back because of his vaccination status. And, you know, people want to rip at on you and at you for stuff like that. And that's fine. That shows the passion, but we come up with little things like that. And then there's times too, where you get sponsors involved and uh, you need to create little clips for them and, and fulfill those, those needs and that partnership. So, you know, like say it's a, a betting uh, company that comes on board, you do an over under daily take of some sort. Uh, say you get a restaurant uh, on board. We have the Boston pizza appetizer. So our first little bit that we chew on to get the show going is the appetizer. And then uh, we have question of the day. So, you know, you got to come up with stuff like that. And fortunately you, you do it for a while. And uh, most of the time, the, the ideas and the topics come pretty easily, but sometimes you want to deep dive or it's, it's quiet and you got to work a little bit harder at it. Uh, you can steal or borrow ideas from others, which always works too, because there's brilliant people in the industry, not just in our market. Um, but that that's always a good way to do it as well. So you, you learn these little tricks of the trade and, and that's kind of how you can come up with your content creation. There's so many different ways to do it. Um, it doesn't always have to be straight ahead, which is what makes it fun and interesting and keeps it exciting. Is it fair to say that when you're dealing with a topic that you're truly passionate or enthusiastic about that the content creation part of it gets much easier? Yeah. You don't even think about creating the content. It doesn't become a mental drain. Uh, you just go at it because, you know, something might piss you off. Like you have a conversation with somebody at the rink, a fellow media member, and, and they see a thing a certain way. And you're like, ah, that's, that's garbage. I don't think that that's the case. Um, and this is a hypothetical, obviously. And then you go on your platform and you go, listen, I had this talk. So-and-so is off the rocker. I don't know what they're thinking of. And you can go on little tangents like that. It, it's If your mind is always open to what's going on and you're observing and uh, taking in as much as possible, information is, is key. Um, then you start to get your opinions on it or you know certain things that maybe others don't and you can kind of shed light on it. And, and that's how you go about attacking it. Or at least I've kind of taken that direction in terms of uh, bringing content forward. I, I love the fact that you said hypothetical because everybody who's listening to this right now is going to want to know who you're talking to and who you had that disagreement with, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you right now, like uh, a, a quick example, like Bob Stoffer, who's a good friend of mine, I worked with him for eight right. years, kept throwing the Patrick Kane stuff out there. And, and Bob works with the team. Bob cares about the team. He's an excellent broadcaster. Him and I go back, but I'm like, what is he talking about? And people are coming to me. I'm filling in for Dusty Nielsen. And people are like, Tom, what about Patrick Kane? What about Patrick Kane? I'm like, what about Patrick Kane? And then, so I have to go and check my sources. They're like, no, that's, you know, we, his name came up. And then, so I go on oil stream or on 1260. And I'm like, listen, yes, that's a name that came up. Who wouldn't be interested. And uh, so it, 
nothing ever came of it, obviously. And, and there was no right, no wrong. We just, we know uh, Patrick Kane might be on the move. He'll probably start the season in Chicago, but like, I thought Bob was going to be mad at me. And if he's mad at me, he calls me no call. So uh, it's, that's just a small example. And, and Bob and I golfed together on Tuesday and I was like, wow, he's not mad at me. That's great. Well, and you know what, though, for for all of that, Bob probably is well aware that he is responsible for coming up with creative, passionate ideas that this, his listenership is going to just take in and run with, right? Sure. And the Patrick Kane story to the Edmonton Oilers, or Patrick Kane to pretty much anybody, uh, is going to be a topic that people are going to want to talk about. And so um, we'll, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about the Oilers in a bit here, but uh, there's going to be plenty of that going on. Uh, just to finish off this conversation about content creation, is there, I asked you what one piece of advice you got as you were coming up. And it sounds like the, the shortest way to put that is say yes to anything, right? Yeah. Open up. up. What's one piece of advice that you might give somebody? Uh, you can go with the yes to anything, or you can go with something different. That's just getting into the content creation game that is starting their own show that is writing articles for themselves or another site or blogging or what have you. Is there a piece of advice that you would like to share? Sure. Don't attack your peers. That'll never endear you to anybody, especially if you're trying to, you know, get your name out there. Uh, and then the other thing too is, is try things. Try. If you have an idea, go for it. it. It might work. It might not work, but that's how you evolve and you uh, become a, a better, more well-rounded content creator. Uh, if you do, if you stay in one lane and, and remain static you know, you'll, you'll never change and you'll never be able to handle different scenarios. So, so try different things, be open to stuff and, and, and swing away. It's not always going to be a home run. Sometimes you're going to foul out. Sometimes you're going to strike out, but uh, every now and then you make contact and that baby will fly and, and you'll feel good about it. And you'll know in your mind or you jot it down and you're like, okay, that works. I can continue to do that. And how else can I evolve? So, so that's what I would say. Yeah, I love that because I've always told people, don't be afraid to fail. You might strike out a couple of times, but if you hit one home run, it changes the entire game, right? Confidence goes a long way and experience too. Awesome. Well, Tom, I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, we're just launching this podcast. So having you on as one of our first guests to talk about content creation uh, was really fun for me. I, I thank you for doing that. And uh, hopefully we'll get the chance to talk to you again down the road here as this podcast grows. And uh, we're in a different place, a different lane, maybe doing different things. You never really know. Thanks for having me, Jim. Appreciate it, man. Well, that was our interview with Tom Gazzola of TSN. He covers the NHL, Edmonton Oilers. And what an interesting interview that was. I mean, when you listen back at it, you you hear about a kid who was working at Costco uh, flinging tires, didn't really know what he wanted to do, but knew he wanted to do something else and got a little push from his parents to do so. So he decided, you know what? Wouldn't it be great if I got paid for being a sports fan? So then he took the next step, got enrolled in college, and then said yes to everything, and those doors started opening for him. And over 15 years, he got to a job and a position at TSN that he never dreamed was possible when he was first working at Costco. So it's a true testament that you can start to do things and take little baby steps and move forward in whatever direction that you feel the most passionate about and really turn that into something. And that's the basis of saying yes to everything. So we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We look forward to chatting with you. Please download and subscribe. Share this with others. We are a brand new show 
Content Creators College. The idea here is that we're going to give you so much good and useful information. You're going to feel like you went to school in this content creation game. So thank you very much. On the next episode, we're going to be talking about idea generation. Where do your ideas come from? Living in your inspiration, creating a system. That's episode three of Content Creators College. We'll talk to you guys next time.